0: This podcast may contain coarse language and mature subject matter that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Ontario's Most Haunted Podcast thank you guys so much for joining us once again this week if you're finding us for the first time also thank you especially on stereo where we are broadcasting live from actually this is our second live uh, podcast that we are doing of course we're going to be doing it once a month so uh, thank you guys for joining us on there Uh, for our regular podcast you can end up finding us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts just search up Ontario's most haunted podcast and you will find us there and while you're there especially on the iTunes side please rate and review our show gets us moved up into the rankings gets us pushed out there more to more people and it, it it makes us popular. That's what... Well, we don't want to be popular. Well, maybe we do. Where am I going with this? I don't know. I mean, live radio, people. You
1: want Excuse to be it. popular. I just want to stay in my dark little hobbit hole of a cave that I call a bedroom. So...
0: You're, well you're you're a different kind of crazy. Uh, if you want to end up, if you want to end up sending in your stories for a future episode of the experience, you can end up doing so at official omh podcast at gmail.com. Official omh podcast at gmail.com. You can type your story up. You can write it into us. Uh that will writing and typing, same thing. If you want to end up doing a voice recording and speak your story, that's fine too. Just end up attaching the file to the email and we'll play it on air for you and everybody else. My name is Brandon. That lovely lady. Over there on the other side of my screen, who I can't see physically, but I just see a little emoji talking on the stereo app for live podcasting. That is
1: Ashley Sparrell. Ashley, how are you doing? Dude, you were saying my last name right for the last couple podcasts, and you just fucked it all up. I did it on
0: purpose. I like to annoy you like that. Because I know it bothers you so much.
1: It really does. It does. But I'm good. I'm very hyper you are extremely
0: hyper so for those who weren't on the stereo app uh listening to us before we started recording ashley has been nonstop singing just two lines of the scooby-doo theme song where uh,
1: are you we've got some work to do now
0: sorry and that's <laughs> all she knows and literally people that's all she knows That is all she knows of the song. I made up
1: my own lyrics for this podcast, for St. Mike's Hospital, and for Sister Vinny, who is now a faceless nun there. So thank you very much. I I think that was pretty pretty fucking talented on my part. You're good at improv, I'll give you that. (laughs) Uh, Which brings
0: me to a good point. Last week, we ended up having uh, part one of... Uh, the stories of St. Mike's Hospital because there's just so much to get to. We can only end up doing it in such a short period of time. Uh, but this is an episode where we where we go into part two of our talk about St. Mike's Hospital in uh, downtown Toronto. But before that, uh, as always, I don't have a life. Nothing exciting goes on in my end. Ashley, no. however, no. Uh, has a couple things to uh to tell us. So let's start with the uh, let's start with the good news, Ashley. What what happened to you since the last episode?
1: Um nightmares have still continued. I'm still talking in my sleep for whatever fucking reason.
0: Okay, that's not, um, not that's not the good news I was I was talking about, but we'll we'll I roll spoke, with
1: that. I spoke to my deity today. All right,
0: let's go with that. Let's start off with that one. Let's let's dive into well, actually, you know what? Before that, let's dive into the crazy activity you have been experiencing over the last couple of weeks and leading oh up to just yesterday
1: God. where
0: you were getting a phone call and or picking up a phone and something happened.
1: So, I swear to God, I'm tying all the nightmares and sleep talking I'm having into something haunting me again for the bajillion mm-hmm. goddamn time. And yes, I'm Guys, if you don't like swearing, I swear like a trailer, or like a trailer, like a sailor.
0: Oh no, <laughs> she, she did, did live apologize apologize in a trailer
1: park. She yeah. did
0: live in a trailer park, so she's got that, that little bit of, of, of trailer in her. Trash, yeah. I wasn't um, going to say that. I wasn't going to say that. I'm sure you weren't. My brain wanted to, but my mouth filtered it out, so I did exactly. not say
1: it. Um. But I am tying all of my weird nightmare and sleep-talking things that have been happening into me being haunted for the bajillionth time. Um, Not last night, the night before last. So, what, Monday night?
2: Yeah, uh, I was sitting I upstairs
1: that. with my mom and my stepdad, and something was touching my neck and my back so much that I was cringing at the the feel of it and then woke up that night sleep talking, but I have no idea what I was dreaming about or what I had said..
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then last night I it felt like I had got in stabbed in my back on the left side just under my shoulder blade. And if I tried to move or if I tried to breathe too hard, it literally felt like the knife didn't get taken out, but it felt like it just stayed in, went deeper, and then cut from where it was all the way around to the front of my rib cage and into my lung. So that very, that really, really freaked me out. I'm sure anybody would have kind of freak out at the thought of being stabbed by something that's not there right but oh my god it freaked me out to the point where i didn't want to go back to sleep because i had woken up to take my sleeping pill because i had forgot to take it around 2 Mm a.m and then i went to go pick it up and my arm just kind of dropped by my side because it hurt to to move right and then it just it was this excruciating Pain, Like, I thought I was going to start, like, screaming in pain because it hurts right. so bad. And then today I spoke to my deity, and he told me that something is trying to harm me. So that kind of gives me confirmation that something was trying to hurt me last night.
0: <laughs> but before that, you you missed one crucial story. What story? Invol- involving your phone.
1: Oh! Oh, so yesterday my stepmom had called me because she was coming up to uh, see her dad who lives in an old age home and she was finally allowed to go and see him. So mm-hmm. she had asked me if once she was done with him, if she could take me out and we could go get coffee. So I had gotten off the phone with her and I missed a call from our CEO, Chris.
2: So oh, I had Harry called him back.
1: Yes, over at Parachill. So I had called him back. And when I had called him back, um, I never put my phone up to my ear. I don't like having my phone to my ear. So I always have it on speaker. So it was nowhere near my face and my hands were not on my screen because I hold it screen up. Right. And for some reason, as soon as he answered the call, I had heard a bunch of static and then some voices came through the phone. So I looked at Uh, My home screen and my necrophonic app was opened by itself, which is in its own file, not on my home
0: screen. So explain to people what the necrophonic app is. For those who don't know,
1: for those who don't know, it's pretty much like you go on this app that you can download onto your phone and you can hit play. You can also screen record what you get from it. It's almost like a spirit box in a way where voices will come through and talk and you can hear them. So Mm -hmm. that, that opened up by itself. Yeah. And And you got, it's not on my screen, my home screen on my phone. It's in its own folder that I have to physically go into to open it up. Right. So that was a little creepy too. And... And my, my today I woke up with cuts all over my wrists and a bruise on my leg
0: you never told me this
1: no because i kind of just put that together
0: wow because i didn't see
1: the bruise earlier i seen it not too long ago
0: wow okay that's pretty intense uh before we go into your next part of or the good part of yours uh of your news from this past week i'm gonna end up chiming in on or i'm gonna let the person who ended up yep uh Chiming into the, the stereo up here during the show, and let's hear what's said.
2: Uh, by Jesus. He came at night. I was reading the Bible. I was at a very confusing chapter of Job. I fell asleep. Jeez.
0: Okay, I don't know what exactly that is about. Um...
1: Something about the Bible.
0: Yeah, we it, it's not exactly part of our uh of our our podcast. And I just want to end up saying for those who are listening, uh we are asking that you uh whoever wants to end up chiming in, you do try and keep it uh topical to what it is that we are talking about. Um Otherwise, we're you know we're not gonna we're not gonna play your entire message. I just wanted to making that part uh, clear for everybody who is uh, listening. But anyway, about so that's that that's a crazy intense stuff that's been happening with you. You mm-hmm. also have super good news about a new family member.
1: Oh right, yes, I have a nephew. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yes, my Ash- little potato,
0: Ashley. Are you okay? How can I you forget? You about, how can you forget about your little nephew?
1: I did not forget about Mason, which is my potato nephew. Um, but I swear he's not an actual potato. He is a real baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just call him my potato because he's so small and squishy. Um, right. But no, when you said new family member, I was like, my deity isn't a new family member.
0: No, that, no, I was literally talking about <laughs> your uh, your your nephew, your newborn nephew that came on, uh, was it Saturday, Saturday. or something? Saturday. 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 So that was very exciting. You were really looking forward to this happening too.
1: I was because I have two nieces and they were both very young. Uh, one is almost four, I believe, and mm-hmm. one is almost ten. So I'm looking forward to having a baby boy that I can spoil. And when he's so, like of age to drink, then get him drunk for the first time and then send him home to his parents. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, You're going to yeah, you're going to spoil that kid. I know you will.
1: Oh, I'm already looking at Batman onesies forum.
0: Of course you are. Um, so that is the good news of a uh, good and crazy news of what's been going on with Ashley. So um, let's dive. In, and obviously I got nothing good going on in my life. Unfortunately. Well, not, I'm not going to say I don't have anything good, but I don't have anything exciting going on in, in my life. So that is, um, that That is pretty much it for the news, I guess, of what's going on with our lives. So, because the reason why I'm trying to end up stalling here is, or not stalling, I'm, like, excited. I want to get into the, into what we're talking about because part one of St. Mike's Hospital was fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah, it was. Cre- creepy stories. Their their website was... Um, Acknowledging all of the haunted stories. with which was
0: so so awesome. By the way, I need to end up ma- I just realized this. Ashley, you know me. I've worked in radio, right? Yeah. And you're you're brand you're brand new at the whole podcasting radio game. Yeah. What did you do? It's what I didn't do. You didn't hit record, did you? I did not
1: hit record on my end. You fucking idiot! (laughs) So, rookie mistake. And and you—you were worried about me not recording.
0: Yes, that is how my brain works. Um,
1: Hit record and then play the message that we have, because I'm curious.
0: Well, I will get to the message a little bit later on, okay? Um, because we do have new uh, new people coming in, and I want to end up getting giving them the opportunity to to chime Ow! in uh, on the podcast. Oh, what what happened? My foot's asleep. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that is and lovely. It hurts. Well, you know what? If something hurts, you need to go to a hospital. And that is what we're talking about today is you just had the best segue to that. Didn't you, you were waiting. I was waiting for something. I was waiting for something. I had a good segue last week and it was at my expense. So I was waiting for something from yours. So thank you for that. Yeah.
1: Well, at Um, least with, uh, the whole me having to go to hospital thing for a foot that is asleep, thank you very much, um, is a little better than uh, what we had talked about earlier, where it's, yeah, we're going to investigate this hospital, but Ashley, you're going to stay here an extra, like, 30 days.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you, again, if there's an investigation happening at the hospital, they're going to be investigating you.
1: That's mean. Not really. It's kind of accurate.
2: But
0: yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just a recap for those who didn't uh, listen to, the, like, if you're just a first-time listener coming to this podcast, uh, specifically on this episode, and it's your first time listening. Just to give a bit of backstory, we were talking about St. Michael's Hospital in downtown Toronto. And... Oh. Th- this hospital, as Ashley ended up saying, have acknowledged on their website that it is haunted. They have a couple notable spirits. One of them is a a, a gentleman named Joe who used to work in the morgue back in the day at that That's hospital who likes to kind of play uh, practical jokes on uh, some of the employees there. Uh, some of the I wonder if I was related to him. You, i know and then we also ended up having very very briefly at the very end we ended up talking about uh sister vinnie who is who was actually the person who started st michael's hospital way back in the day and we just so happened at the very tail end of the podcast finding out that she's one of the more notable hauntings in this hospital she cares for uh She used to be an OB for, for the, uh, for the hospital. She uh, takes still to this day, even in the afterlife, she does end up taking care of her, uh, of expected mothers. She will organize medication for, uh, for, for patients there. She will shut off lights. But the creepy thing is she comes across faceless. And when you think of a nun, you don't,
1: a, helpful a nun, nun has face. A nun has a face. Yeah. But this nun, I was gonna say bitch, but I'll say this nun because she's not probably not a bitch, but she might be. I don't know. Um It's faceless. That when I think of nuns, I think of getting hit in the back of the head or getting whipped by like the big wooden like meter stick ruler I'm thing. Thinking-
0: You're thinking of the pioneer days, uh, days of punishment.
1: No, 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 no. That used to happen to my grandparents in elementary school. Thank you. Um, oh,
0: well, okay. Yeah, you're right. When I ever think of that kind of punishment in school, I always think of the pioneer days.
1: Are you kidding me? I had my hands. I had the same thing happen to my hands by a teacher when I was in like grade two. Oh my God. I got my hands whipped by a ruler. (laughs) That's horrible. To be fair, I was probably a very horrible child. So, <laughs> I mean, like, look how look how I turned out. A converted Catholic to a Satanist who lives in a dark asshole who doesn't go out of her house.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you wanted a mini explanation as to who Ashley is as a person, that, what she just said, sums her up right there
1: yeah pretty much uh, um, i'm like a hobbit i'm like a gothic hobbit <laughs> but a lot more better
0: looking than a hobbit see somebody just applauded when you said when yes. yeah there you go applauds fire,
1: fires
0: thumbs yes. up because you fires. Said, i think it's sympathy for you being a hobbit
1: shut the fuck up it's not them giving me sympathy it's them being like yes you're awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh so let's
0: dive into there's no way to segue from this so let's dive into uh part two of saint michael's hospital in uh, in downtown toronto so what i want to do is i want to read an article that actually came from the media portion of the saint michael's website and it is titled as ghost of sister vinnie is a soothing sight and this was uh, published on their website uh, October 25th, 2012. Long after her death, some patients and staff say Sister, sister Vincenza is still doing her rounds and comforting patients on the seventh floor of the St. Michael's Cardinal Carter wing. Sister and we're going to nickname her sister Vinny because her last name's kind of hard to to pronounce her. so sister Vinny who was born in Vincentia uh, Mullen oh who was born Vincentia Mullen so i'm guessing that's her real name uh, graduated graduated from the hospital's nursing program in 1922 and worked at St. Michael's from 1928 until 1956 as a supervisor of obstetrics affectionately known as vinnie sister vinnie died in 1958 but tales of her ghostly figure appearing on 7cc formerly obstetrics and now home to the heart and vascular program have persisted since 1965. it was common for a nun or a nurse to enter a patient's room and be asked who was that lovely woman by my bedside in the middle of the night dressed in all white Said Chucky Shevlin, uh, Shevlin, a former nurse and director of Mission and Values. But patients would always receive the same response no one was in your room. During her 28 years at St. Michael's, Sister Vinnie had many accomplishments, including caring for 60,000 babies and instructing 18,000 nurses. Under her supervision, Saint Michael's maintained an infant mortality <laughs> ratio below the naf- national average of 38 out of every 1,000, reaching as few as 10 out of every 1,000. Vinny That's worked. At a, yeah, Vinnie worked at a at a time when the number of births at Saint Michael's was extremely high, 10 a day, said Chevlin. She formed a special bond with the babies in obstetrics and could identify each of them by sight alone. That's probably why she keeps coming back to watch over the patients who can still be found in that area of the hospital. Shevelin said, Sister Vinnie is reported to calm and soothe people who see her. She will appear in the night faceless and dressed in all white. Shevelin said she will briefly touch a person's arm and then offered that person a blanket. But, while Sister Vinnie's ghost is still considered to be somewhat laid-back, she was anything but in life. Margaret Riddle, a volunteer at St. Michael's, graduated in 1956 from the hospital's nursing program, worked directly with Vinnie. "'She ran a tight ship,' said Riddle. "'She was a tyrant. Even the doctors were at her mercy.' But she still had a great sense of humor and cared about all her patients, staff, and anyone who walked through our doors. So that was the article straight from the the hospital's website. And one thing that I want to uh read here is i ended up reaching out to an amazing uh group on facebook for those who live in ontario canada you gotta end up checking them out they're called ghosts and paranormal in ontario they people share their paranormal experiences tell their stories post pictures of evidence and whatnot fantastic uh fantastic excuse me fantastic page what i want to read is actually a story sent by, uh, posted because here's what I did. For the Facebook page, I put out saying, hey, we're going to have a part two of this uh, episode or of this topic. I would love to see if you guys have stories from St. Mike's Hospital. And I wasn't disappointed. I got a couple good ones.
1: Mm-hmm. One of
0: them came from Deborah Robillard. And she says... I was born an extremely premature baby at St. Mike's in August of 1956. I weighed two pounds, three ounces at birth and was born at 26 to 28 weeks gestation. Gestation. I can't I can't read words like that.
1: Gestation. Uh,
0: thank you. Sister Vinnie, whose spirit is apparently at St. Mike's, was one of the nurses who looked after me. She developed the isolate, which was an early incubator, which saved the lives of very premature babies like me. St. Mike's is near and dear to my heart. My late mother was also a nurse at uh, at St. Mike's. So this per- So if you want to give a comparison, or a, not comparison, a a factual claim to her. her ability to have a mortality rate very low when it comes to newborns, especially at that time. Somebody who weighed 2 pounds, 3 ounces, 26 to 28 weeks, and is still living a great life. Um, It's phenomenal. it It shows that Sister Vinny really knew what she was doing. She knew her stuff. Uh, that, that is awesome. And and I, to be, to be quite honest, to be taken care of in life by the, by the hospital's most notable ghost back in life. I think that's pretty cool. That's kind of, to me, I look at it as like a badge of honor. Um, for
1: sure. And it's, I also want to put this out there that she did an amazing job because when Premies are that age when they're born at like 20 something weeks, mm-hmm. their lungs aren't fully developed They're Yes. They have arms and legs and, and everything else and their fingers and toes are all developed, but all right. their, their heart and the lungs have not fully developed. So they're going to be on constant oxygen. Sometimes they need help with steroids to help make their organs a lot stronger than what they were at time of the time that they were born at. Right. So it's for her to have a extremely low mortality rate and noborns mm-hmm. is a miracle, especially when dealing with pr- very premature babies that have to have that extra, extra care and medical attention like she would have had right. is amazing.
0: Right, um, yeah, man Sister Sister Vinnie knew what she was doing um now i I'm gonna come back to Sister Vinnie because I have a couple really interesting questions that I think you, Ashley, would be able to um. Uh, to, to possibly answer or give some insight to. And if anybody's uh, listening, I would when I end up asking the question, I would love for you guys to end up chiming in on what you guys think as well. Uh, but first, I'm going to end up going to this other story that was uh, in the Ghosts and Paranormal Ontario post that I end up putting out, reaching out to people with their own stories. Uh, this is from Kim Miller. In 2002, after a traumatic birth, I had a visit from a doctor to check on my stitches. He was six feet tall, blonde, and appeared to be of Nordic descent. He inquired about my pain and said he would order me some morphine. When the nurse came in later, I asked where my morphine was. She said they didn't prescribe it for new mothers and wanted to know who ordered it. Apparently, no doctors in that ward fit his description. So creepy. So a ghost doctor it should be a tv show ghost doctor uh that, ghost I doctor, that i would watch too uh ghost doctor comes in to check on this patient asks about if they are asked about how they're feeling goes end up ordering morphine turns out they they didn't end up ordering morphine at all and um but and then even at the end of the day, this doctor doesn't even exist in that in that yeah. ward.
1: Yeah, that's, um, that's why I said that is creepy because, like, to be a new mother, you're exhausted, especially after a traumatic birth. Right, you're gonna be tired. You're gonna be a little out of it. You're gonna be exhausted, mm-hmm. and for someone to come in and be like how are you feeling? How's your pain? And then say, okay, I'm going to order you morphine. Right. And then to find out that didn't actually, that, that doctor was not an actual doctor. That was somebody who doesn't even work in the hospital and probably someone who is not alive Right. Uh, anymore is, was probably a little shocking to her. And she honestly maybe have thought that it would, was only in her head that she had thought of that, but I don't think she did.
0: I don't think so either because, you know, by, by looking at some of the replies, I mean, like some people end up asking and there seem to have been no, uh, there seems to be no way that she can look back and say, Oh, I was just, i was just seeing things like well here's what she ended up saying she did say um she replied to one person in the chat and i'm not going to end up naming this person's name because i didn't ask permission to to use it but cam responded to somebody asking if they could have been a a painter or somebody coming in and and asking, because I'm guessing they know of somebody who may have ended up fitting that description who was a painter at the time. But sh- And Kim said, I thought he was real at the time, and I still can't say for sure, but I always thought the nurse would have raised alarm bells if that was the case. Yeah. So if a nurse came in and heard from the patient that somebody ended up going to order morphine, who's not a doctor, she's right. See, that would have raised alarm bells.
1: It would have. My other thing is, is when they order morphine, they would put it in the chart. Right. So if it's somebody that didn't work there, they wouldn't say, "I'll order you morphine." They would have been okay. I'll get you some morphine. Mhm. But the fact that they used "I'll order you morphine" and asked how her pain was doing.
0: To me, that um, seems like a very old school way of questioning.
1: It is it. In my opinion, I would say that that was probably a doc, like someone who formally worked there, who has passed, but had such a connection with the hospital itself mm-hmm. uh, that that's where their spirit now resides. Right. Um.
0: So here's the question I'm going to pose to you, Ashley, mm-hmm. and, and and I'm going to end up opening up to anybody who's who's listening if they want to chime in on on this. Um you know when you think of when you think of spirits that or apparitions that don't have a face a lot of the time it's usually not a great entity usually right. it's not a great spirit right but in this case it is a very seems to be a very loving person or loving spirit who's taking care of patients after death but always is coming across faceless. Why do you think there, there isn't a face being seen from from sister Vinny with the patients or whomever she ends up interacting with? Cause I find this very bizarre. It's not your normal faceless entity kind of situation.
1: Right. So it can go one of two ways. Either I would say she wants people to know who she is, but doesn't trust them enough to n- fully, fully know that it it's sister Vinny. So she might not show certain people her face because okay. they can do that. Um, or it could be the fact of she was loving and nurturing towards the new mothers and babies, but like how you read that post, she was a tyrant towards the staff. Mm -hmm. So it could be the fact that yes, she is still in her afterlife and her spirit is still caring for these new mothers and new babies. But who's to say that she's not showing herself to the staff members and still trying to run things how she wanted them to be run when she was still there. Because someone who is expressed as a tyrant from other people, especially a nun, because you when for me, when I think of nuns, like I said, I think of like the old school, like back in like the thirties, forties when they were still teaching at elementary schools and high schools. Them ...doing their own punishments how they see fit. Right. So it could be something like that where it's... ...I'm loving and nurturing towards a certain group... ...but I'm doing this towards others. So she might not want people to recognize who she actually is... ...even though they all know it's her. Maybe in her mind, in her ghost mind... ...it's her controlling the situation still to this day. Makes sense.
0: Uh, I'm going to uh, let uh, let one of the individuals here chime in. Uh, what do you have to say on that?
2: Oh, I didn't know you were actually going to put effort in this show. I'm sorry. I thought this was just like an open talk silly show. Um, but yeah, no... Um... <laughs> I don't know I suppose it's just the same to your question I suppose it's just the same as the people who live in life you know some people are nice some people are horrible and the ghost you get is just as random as the person you meet in the street okay,
1: okay. first so I will put out the- this out there first before you say anything did you see his uh like emoji icon it looks like me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: he looks like me. The, the now, hair, hair. He's the a the ginger, ginger beard. beard. <laughs> Although I did
1: shave the ginger beard. Um, okay, you're st- you're, you will forever be a ginger beard. So. <laughs> um.
0: One thing I do want to uh, I do want to touch on, and actually he brought up a, a point incidentally. I remember when we last week we ended up speaking about a couple reviews we ended up getting one we ended up having one from Wyatt Turner, and then another one was from your British bestie uh, uh, Lex from Lex Paranormal.
1: Yes. yes. And
0: he. Ended up going. Sco- he, I spoke to him after he made the review on his YouTube channel, saying, uh "When he spoke about, you know, how great of a podcast we're all, we're natural. Your and my chemistry is so, uh, so Snatch. natural, smooth, natural." And he ended up saying in there, I remember this specifically. I don't, I don't think their podcasts are rehearsed. He we're
1: definitely not when he.
0: We definitely not. So when uh, Zippy Eglantine said, I didn't know this was a serious show, buddy, you have no idea. We are, I always joke around saying we are the least prepared podcast
1: out there. I think this episode we were more prepared to do because of last week's <laughs> fair enough that I'll give you All credit for that our case one. studies are either picked the night before or the day of and we never read it beforehand hell not even the day of the hour before okay whatever you know uh, what I mean sometimes um, we yeah go on and If you would have heard me at the beginning of this podcast, you would have heard me singing Scooby-Doo and my own version dedicated to Sister Vinny. It's definitely not scripted. We don't believe in that. No. It's, yes, like, sometimes you never know if it's a serious thing or not, but... Yeah, it's it's fully serious. We just make fun of each other a lot. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, that's... I mean, for those who don't know, Ashley is like my sister. I'm like her brother. We yeah. bash each other constantly in almost like a sibling way. And...
1: Like um, constantly tell him, I'm going to smash his head with a brick. Or I'm going to drop it on his foot. Or I'm going to hit him with a chair. Or I'm going to yeah. punch him in the arm. Like... We we just go after each other. I have more fun with it because he's easier to roast <laughs> than him roasting me because he can never think of anything. He cannot talk shit about me at all. He tried oh and said, God. I give up.
0: <laughs> very true. This is very um, true.
1: So it's easier for me to make fun of him, but it it is a serious podcast. Once we get down to it, sometimes it just takes right. us a little while.
0: We we gotta we gotta get on the side roads before we end up hitting the highway. So yeah, we just have uh, we have fun with it.
1: It's yeah, this is what we we do for a living. So we we try to make it as fun and and just I'm gonna to say you know, breezy. Please. Because I can't think of another word as possible. No, so we both of,
0: enjoy it. Putting it. That's a fair way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know what? Here's the thing, though. He did kind of end up bringing up an extra point, a uh, little point here. Sometimes spirits will go, will present themselves however. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to elaborate on something he brought up. He said spirits, you know, should present themselves however they end up feeling liking. Now, do you think that because I know sometimes let's t- let's use animals for an example. Animals can pick up and see things that humans cannot,
1: right? Yes. Yes.
0: Now, when it comes to humans, we basically see what our eyes allow us to see. Yes. Now, what if Sister Vinnie herself is showing everything. Like she's, she's there. As if she's physically there. But the human eye. Is not able to pick up. Her facial features.
1: It's possible. That's very very possible. And it kind of goes along. With the uh, kind of what I said. Like it kind yeah. of touches on that. Where maybe she's controlling. That aspect of her. Right. Because they can do that as well. Like that's what. In my opinion, that's what orbs can be. Because some orbs will manifest into a full-body apparition. Right. They control that. So who's to mm-hmm. say if she's not controlling that, too? Fair.
0: Yeah. And now let's... Now, here's another question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I didn't end up having time last week to end up uh, asking you this, but <laughs> as we... As I ended up reading last in last week's episode, there was a PDF document from a study that's going on at St. Mike's where they talk about what, ghosts, what a ghost is and whatnot and dove into all mm-hmm. the experiences and stuff that people have ended up experiencing there at the hospital, mostly with staff members. When they broke it down, they said spirits or ghosts are people who who roam or haunt certain areas that they are attached to or certain objects.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to touch, I want to go back and touch on Joe. Okay. Then um, again, Joe was somebody who worked many, many, many years in the morgue area, the fort, what used to be the morgue at, uh, at St. Mike's hospital. And he died on the job. And it was literally months before his retirement yeah you know being surrounded by death and working with with dead people constantly
1: my dream why
0: do you why do you think that would be something that is it because he dedicated so much life to so much of his life to that area of the hospital that he wants to wants to stay there or is it something about it the death aspect like I, I don't I don't know I don't understand why somebody would want to stick around a morgue if they were not a person who was brought in there DOA.
1: It could so I'm gonna connect myself to it a little bit. You know that I want to be a funeral director and do embalming and all of that, right? right. So that is my dream job. If I ever get the chance to actually do that and go to school for it and I become kind of successful in that field, who's to say that my spirit once I die wouldn't do the exact same thing. Right. So it's, it could be something that yes, he dedicated his life to and he died on the job before his, he was able to retire. But who's to say that that was not something that he wanted to do since he could remember or that was his job that he wanted to do when he graduated high school or university or whatever he did Mm -hmm. because certain people some people will always go back to where they know the most right right so if he's still there it's because for one that's where he spent all of his time, because working in a morgue takes up a tremendous amount of time to to be working in, for one. And two, he probably became very attached to some people that he did work with, even if it was just nurses who would bring him people who have passed on. So he could hold them until the family made funeral arrangements or however, uh, he, whatever he did with bodies if they would get cremated or he would embalm them to go to a funeral home whatever the case may be he probably was very attached to some of the people that he worked with so what happens when you have a place that you love and people you've grown attached to that's where you kind of gravitate to right right so in my opinion it's it's probably him doing that that's where he feels comfortable because it's a place that he knows and he knew people in the past before he had passed away. And that to me, that's very unfortunate because he died on the job before his retirement. Um, So who's to say that that's not the one place he felt comfort and knows like the back of his hand. Fair enough. This is what I kind of, uh,
0: something I also ended up thinking about as you were talking, and I'm going to, the, the relation that I'm going to, or the, actually, before I end up going to my point, there's another uh, comment here, we so have I'm two going to them. bring back, uh, I'm going to bring back Zippy here, by the way, I love the name, I am i don't know if yeah. that's a, I don't know if that's just like a, a name for the stereo app or, or whatnot, but I, but I love the name, so
2: But yeah, no, it's clearly unfinished business. (laughs) Like, do you know how many times do you make plans from a day to day, from a year to year? And like, say you put your whole heart and dreams in the plans and then you get struck down before your time. It's clearly them trying to like fucking... (laughs) come back and finish their business, but the, like, obviously the spirit realm is like a fucking confusing place, just like fucking earth. And like, so they don't get, um, so that they're in sort of a limbo type thing. The real frightening thing is if ghosts are real, that means the afterlife is real. And that's the most frightening thing of all. Okay.
1: Hey, I'm going to say one thing before you say anything. Sure. I love the accent. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with the podcast or anything else, but that it is amazing accent. Can you please tell me where you're from?
0: <laughs> I'm very curious to to know about that as well. But he did bring up a good point. He was struck down before he could fully complete yeah. his job, and so do you think that it's almost along the line because they even brought they brought that up in the, in the document we read last week too. They're, they're in quotations stuck because of unfinished business. Yeah. Do you think because he never made it to his actual retirement that's why he's sticking around because he feels like he still has a job to complete.
1: It, it honestly, it could be a number of things. It could be him stuck there trying to work to his retirement that now will never happen. Um, mm-hmm. And it also, it could be because some people, once they pass, they don't know that they've passed. So they right. are stuck in like a limbo, quote unquote, type of thing. So it also could be them still walking around the place that they know and a place that they love because they think they're still alive. Right. So it would make a lot of sense for them, especially for uh, the guy in the mortuary. What's his name? Joe? Joe?
0: Yes. Uh, not the mortuary, the morgue.
1: Morgue.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. Joe. Joe was the so, employee that worked in the old yeah. morgue. Yes.
1: So it could be the fact that he has some unfinished business, whatever that business is. But it also could be him possibly not knowing that he died. Right. So he's working towards his retirement that unfortunately won't come.
0: Yeah. That you know what that's really gotta suck. You know you're so close to retirement. And you die- I can't remember if they said what he died of, but you know passing away on the job while you're working uh that's that that is that's ridiculous to even fathom or to think about, yeah. but I guess there is kind of a silver lining to that where, in the afterlife, he is still there working, doing his job, and whatnot um. Now, before before I go into the point I was gonna making uh, before, I did come up across a a story uh, mm-hmm. that may involve Sister Vinny, okay, and it's almost giving credence to how she's presenting herself to people the way she wants to, kind of what you were saying. Here's how the story goes. This is from September of two thousand and eight. I started working at St. Michael's Hospital in 2006. During the first six months of my employment and while working a night shift, one night I rode the elevator with a nun dressed in light blue to the fourth floor where the neurological, uh, sorry, neurosurgical and trauma ICU was temporarily located. I didn't really think of anything at that time, but I did think it was a little odd that she was visiting the hospital in the middle of the night. About a year later, I spoke of this experience to some of my colleagues. I found out that nuns do not regularly visit the hospital at all anymore, or inhabit for that nature. I was shocked. To me, the nun in blue looked as real as any person. I smiled at her, she smiled back, and then I got off the elevator. Hmm. So, could that be... You know, Sister Vinnie. I, I mean, who knows? But you know, in my opinion, why would a sister or nun? Exactly what she said. Why would a sister or a nun kind of be there in the middle of the night? And secondly, when nuns or or sisters don't visit the hospital anymore, um, that's it's a little it's a little creepy of somebody who's not really in the paranormal or believes in the paranormal to be told that um mm-hmm. you know a-
1: Ashley your your thought I'm kind of going like everywhere with that <laughs> okay let's
0: let's start with uh let's start with the truck stop let's 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 start at the first truck stop where Where do you where is that stop in your mind? Where what do you have?
2: Um,
1: the true crime lover, deep down of me, when I think truck stop, I think murder.
0: Okay, so I don't think a nun got murdered at this hospital,
1: no. So, but that's where my mind went when I heard truck stop. Um, so. Use it as I'm an analogy. Not, yeah, I i don't think on that truck stop one, I'm going to be too much help. Okay. <laughs> Unless we're talking like Ted Bundy type of people. <laughs> wrong, wrong podcast. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I should. Oh, okay, that's another idea for another day. Um, but where was I going with this? Probably about
0: your explanation as to they present themselves how they want to to certain people.
1: Yeah, I, I'll I'll go with that because my mind's just like racing and words are not coming out of my my face mouth. So <laughs> your face mouth. <laughs> See what I mean? I didn't realize I said that until it came out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you see that little emoji on your screen when Ashley's talking, that thing that opens up and closes? That is her oh, face out. Shut up. Now. Shut up. I, I I will hurt
1: you with something that I don't know of yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you'll find something. I'll find a pointy <laughs> stick. <laughs> and I'll just poke you in the back. No, no 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 no. Brandon, do you remember that video I sent you about the slowest murder? And it was like a spoof video. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember that. Where somebody just comes over and, like, whacks this dude with a spoon. That'll be me. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna commit the world's slowest murder and just whack you in the head with a spoon. <laughs> For years. Like, this will stretch out until, like, we die of old age. <laughs> I know. I know it will. So you will die of old age before me because you're five older. years old Four years older than me so I, yeah no, I, four, and half, four and a half
0: to five years older okay so four years
1: <laughs> mr
0: technicality i know all right let's let's hear what uh let's hear what zippy's got to say here
2: but yeah, no, I'm from Belfast in Ireland. Yes,
0: and I do. Yeah, it.
2: no, I fall asleep to ghost stories myself. And I'd never seen a ghost before. But uh, loads of people I trust have seen ghosts. So, you know, me and my dad both are a bit obsessed with ghosts. Because, you know, you just want to know what happens after. That's the big question. We both live in the mystery. I think,
1: you know what? I think that he was from is- Ireland. I, I know knew it. Such
0: a nice Irish brogue. Oh, God, never uh, do that again. You just insulted a whole country. Did I really? Yes. Did I actually? No. Oh, you scared the shit out of me. It's good. But anyway, uh, I think that's the reason why everybody gets drawn to you know, ghost stories, and after that, it's that unknown of what happens next, and and that to me, I think with the work that you and I end up doing with *Parachills* and *Ontario's Most Haunted*, yes, we we do end up going out on investigations to because we love it, but at the same time we want to know what happens why are why do ghosts exist where do I they you
1: know kind of look at it this way we're trying to prove that they exist okay i kind of look at it like we are the paranormal scientists type of thing right because in order to say something is real you have to have all of the proof behind either your investigation or pictures that someone else took or whatever the case may be. You're trying to find proof that this is real. There are such things as ghosts and poltergeists or demons or whatever the case may be. We're trying to go out and prove to the community and the scientific community wherever... That these things exist and yeah. it has to start getting note, like, uh, what's the word? um Recognized that these are, yes, they may not be living, breathing beings anymore, but they still are roaming this earth. They still are here and they could be either days old, months old or centuries old. hmm.
0: I'm going to let let Zippy um, chime in. Sorry, I was going to finish your thought. I'll let uh, Zippy chime in I will say
1: this. Zippy, if you have Instagram or Twitter, just make sure to follow us because the odd time we do post paranormal things. And if you would like, I can try and find um, maybe some haunted places in and around Belfast for you. That way you can possibly go take a look depending on what your COVID regulations are over there. So if that's something Uh, you're interested in, just follow me on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm sure Brandon will say it at the end of the the podcast here. So just make sure you, if that's something that you want to do, just stick around till the end and then follow us on social media platforms. And if it's something that you're interested in, I can always help you try and find something.
0: Yeah, there we go. Um, don't you love it? We're we're helping people find haunted places on this podcast. Not only do we hey, tell stories of places, Dude, this is we- what
1: I live for. Okay, like there's so <laughs> many places in Ireland, England, and from my home country of Scotland that Scotland. I want to go investigate. In there are at least a good. It, my list for just those three countries is maybe two pages. Wow. Okay, and at the at the top of my list is the Battlefield of Culloden, which is in Scotland, and um, I do, I am part of a clan. I have two clans that I am a part of from Scotland, and my ancestor actually died in the Battlefield of Culloden fighting the English back oh, wow. in I think that battle took place in 1745 so that that is number one for me
0: that would be really cool okay zippy what have you got
2: is that your actual job are you guys ghost hunters do you have a like do you guys actually get paid to go and go and ghost hunts that sounds like one of the funnest one of the scariest and strangest professions you know I remember getting obsessed with this show on Discovery about these people trying to find Bigfoot. (laughs) And it's just these hunter fellas that go around scaring themselves in the forest on Discovery somewhere in Canada. (laughs) Good stuff, you know.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I'll let you take that.
0: Okay, first off, uh, that is probably our good friend Dakota. Who's yeah. going
1: around
0: looking for Bigfoot?
1: Uh, or or Mike is in Idaho, so if anybody, it's probably Mike the Naked Bigfoot that we personally know. Yeah.
0: Um, now, is this a profession of ours? You know what?
1: Here's the thing. Yes and no. Um, for you so it's in the middle. This is like my full time job right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, yes,
0: it is. But the thing is, we don't really see it as a job, though.
1: Yeah, it, you do you something. It's, it's that old saying where if you do, if you're doing something you love, is it really a job? Right. So.
0: And. You know, I, as some people may know, and this is the first time in a long time since I've really ended up talking about, uh, since we have talked about this on the podcast, we work for a global organization that is based out of the UK, out of Wales. Uh, it's called Parachills. And as an official um, company, our
1: office is in London. Thank you very much.
0: But it was initially started out in, in Wales. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I, that's what I meant that's to say. That's
1: only because our CEO was stuck in Wales because of COVID.
0: Right. Um, it is a global organization. We, we have certain sectors in Canada, United States, UK, Australia, South America, South America, or, you know, everywhere. not South America,
1: South Africa, South sorry, Africa. My
0: bad. yeah, South Germany, Africa, everywhere. France, and it is a global group of paranormal investigators. And, uh, you, Zippy, if you want to, God, I have so much fun saying his name, that's why I'm saying it so often. Z- uh, for you, if you do want to end up joining uh, Parachills, you know, you can apply. To, to work there yes you say it's a it's a creepy job it's a spooky job but it is it honestly is a lot of fun it's a great family like network of people you do end up meeting within the organization if you and do yep i will
1: I'll, i will throw this into what brandon is saying you don't have to be experienced if you have no experience in this type of field we do train you yes so you don't go in totally blind um you will work on cases you will have a I think they're doing partners on cases now, um, so you're you're not going to be alone when they do investigations. You won't be alone. You right. we refuse to let anybody go in the field by themselves. They either have to have a team or a partner go in the field with them. Right. But we do train people who need to 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 be trained in this type of field because it, we want them to have as much much experience that they can have before they go in mm-hmm. and that's coming from your friendly uh chief operations officer <laughs> Th- throwing in your uh title. Your
0: title there, title shamelessly well done and Thank you. i and i am uh i'm part of the hr department with uh with the company but it is a paranormal investigations investigative company with you know different avenues within the group as well. Or not avenues, different branches within the group as well. So
1: we mainly are a paranormal company, but we do also have a cold case division missing, which also has missing person cases mixed into that division as well. We have um, private investigator uh, department, we have cryptozoology, UAP, UFO, whatever it's called. So if any of you ever watch our Parachills live feeds on YouTube, you'll probably know Spencer who apparently hit the nation of the UK by storm. So he is now our um, little mascot.
0: it's so cool so if you guys want to end up checking it out uh go to www.parachills.com if you want to end up uh joining the team it's parachills.com slash join dash the dash team and um and that's if you have the interest in 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 doing so and you know it you can like like Ashley said, when you join, you don't have to join as a paranormal investigator. If your interest lies in like cold cases, if your interest lies in in uh in missing persons, even in like graphic designing or media, uh, media design, video editing, uh, stuff like that, we got a spot for you. And actually, we just yeah. ended up opening up a brand new uh,
1: division oh, regarding yeah, the occult. Right. The occult and witchcraft, I believe it's going to be called. Yeah. Something like that, at least.
0: So, if you want to, if any of those, cryptozoology, ufology, if any of those, uh, you know, pique your interest, definitely go to the Parachills website, parachills.com slash join dash the dash team. And that's where you can end up, you know looking up what it is we do and research, uh, uh, research exactly what it is we are about. And if it interests you, you can apply. And yeah. And of course you're going to end up going through like an interview process. Everybody ends up getting interviewed. Um, But we are a officially licensed uh, licensed company and we do have uh, you know, pretty awesome, perks when it comes to investigating i don't want to end up giving too much away about that Yeah, no, don't. I, don't, I don't want i don't want people joining just for the perks but if you like i said if you really want to end up joining parachutes if you want to explore the paranormal with a bunch of other people around the globe go to com. look for the tab for join the team or go to the website I, or the add-on to the website that i just ended up telling you about the join dash the dash team and definitely give it a shot if it ends up interesting you.
1: Um, or, once, but before you start talking with your mouth hole again, <laughs> I know. Um, all of our services are free. The only one that we have to legally charge for is the private investigators. Now, that being yeah. said, if you are interested in being a private investigator. You do unfortunately have to have a background in that field right. to be brought on. That is the only exception in the company for divisions. Um, just because we need you, you would have you would have to gain access to certain things, and only people with that license would for have that access. Yeah.
0: Right right exactly um so really this this podcast has uh turned into saint michael's hospital part two slash
1: parachills yeah. pretty much but you know that's fine
2: but yeah no i'll give you a laugh um my dad used to live in this big old mansion house and um Anyway, it was a foggy night and uh, this group of investigators were on their way to the house from uh, the university. And it's like a local investigators like community or what a fraternity. And uh, anyway, so there was this this big old man walking his dog, all hunched over, with a stick. And um, they they stopped him and asked him for directions to the house, and he gave them directions. And then when he got there, they were putting all their equipment and everything out. And my dad, um, uh. And and my dad like was like, um, how did you he get here in the middle of the fog? And they were like, oh yeah, we asked this wee old guy, and he was all like, did he was he old, crumpled and old? And they're like, ah, and it's like well, he's been dead for the last twenty five years.
1: Oh wow! Wow! wow. That's a great story. I love that. Wow! I uh, words can't form because that that's actually really awesome. Thank you for that. Okay, so, you know what
0: it kind of reminds me of when you have these these hitchhiking ghosts?
1: Oh, where... I don't like those ones. Those are the ones... Okay, I am the person, and Brandon knows me, and will tell you straight up that this is me. I am not afraid to go into a dark cave or tunnel with only a camera as my light source, <sighs> which... Would be in night vision. Um, I am not afraid of demons. Right. Um, but I draw the line at Hitchhiker Ghosts. <sighs> okay. That and clowns. That and clowns. Nope. Will not do. Brandon, that's all you. Sorry. Am I...
0: <laughs> am I weird to say that I want to experience
1: a Hitchhiking ghost? In my eyes, yes, because I'm not getting killed by a hitchhiking ghost. Who said I refuse. You get me, I refuse to go out like that. <laughs> I rather be killed in an exorcism than a hitchhiking ghost. But it's it's the only
0: reason why I make that correlation is there's stories of people who have died at that at the scene of where they get picked up, and they converse normally kind of like sister vinnie converses normally with her with her patients at uh, at st mike's the hitchhiking ghost sometimes will converse with you and will direct you to go to where they want to be dropped off and then by the time they end up getting dropped off boom they're they're gone out of the car
1: i i fully stick with i rather demons and faceless children or nuns and dark caves or jail cells by myself overnight than having to deal with that. Nope.
0: See, that's where you and I are different. <laughs>
1: yes, because I... We, me and Brandon joke about this a lot. We always say that I'm like the Aaron Goodwin, but I volunteer to do this creepy, scary things. <laughs> I will volunteer to go down into a dark hole or tunnel or in a jail cell and or whatever and face whatever is in there by myself with only a camera on night vision where I can't see anything besides that little led screen Right. I, I will not do that no brain and that is all you No, I'm gonna have a nightmare about that now <laughs> <laughs> could you could you just imagine you're you know you and
0: I going on an investigation we get lost ask for directions the guy who or the guy or girl who we go to end up investigating for knows the purse knows of the person who we got directions from and then tells us oh yeah he's been dead for years
1: i would probably have either a asthma attack or have a panic or anxiety attack and start crying because nope
0: but that's because your brain would not be able to
1: process what you just got told. That's that probably. Yes. But I've always been scared of hitchhikers. Thank you. Criminal minds for that.
2: (laughs) And thank
1: you for every thing. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Thank you for that because I do not want to get kidnapped on the side of the road while jogging. Um, but anybody who tries to offer me directions, I'm like, nope, I'm good, thanks. And they're like, no, 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 let me tell you, uh, I just drive right off. I Nope. Nope. Not doing it. No, Especially as a hiker. Nope.
0: Now, I'm not one to just randomly pick up any Joe Schmoll or Jane Shane off <laughs> the side of the road.
1: What are those names?
0: Um, <laughs> um, I'm not one to pick up one of them off the side of the road, willy-nilly, okay? But if I go to a place, like let's say if I research an area where they have noted hitchhiking ghosts on said road and somebody's there that fit the description,
1: I'm going to go and pick them up. Yeah, Yeah, you can do that. I will be left on the side of the road. I'm fine. I will sleep outside for that night. You can go deal with the ghost. You'll be the hitchhiker at that point. I will fully sleep out on the side of the road. I do not care. Oh, come on. Come for the road. Nope. I I will sleep in a ditch. Maybe I should rent a hearse for for that kind of thing. Wouldn't that be cool? Okay, no, that is my dream car. You leave my dream car out of this. (laughs) <laughs> you want a Cadillac too? No, I want a hearse. I don't care what kind. I don't care who it's made by. That is my dream car. Oh, man. Um... It could be made by like Kawasaki, and I would not care. i was <laughs> <laughs> just going to say, don't they make motorcycles? Yes. Put it this way. John Deere tractors could start making a hearse, and I will buy it. That'd be the most redneck hearse on planet. Exactly. Exactly my point. Trailer Trash Ashley over here, or like my TikTok name, Ashley is Trashley. Um that would be my my dream car if John Deere made a hearse.
0: Man, oh man. Um I can see you driving that to be honest. I
1: really My can. little like trailer trash self my twelve-year-old trailer trash self would be like so excited if that was actually a thing, and I had one. She would be so proud of me. <laughs>
0: um. Wow. Well, on that note, I think we've gone on. Uh, we've gone on pretty long. I think this this turned out uh, well, Ashley. Since this is your first live uh, live podcast, uh, your thoughts and anything you want to say before. We we sign off.
1: Um, for one, uh, I'm sorry for singing Scooby Doo, <laughs> <laughs> but that theme song is still stuck in my head, along with the Sister Vinnie Scooby Doo song that I made up on the spot.
0: <laughs> you're you you singing that constantly is what it's a small world does for me at Disney with that. Song you're gonna set.
1: get that song stuck in my head it's a smile fuck word. off <laughs> once this stay at home order is done and I see you I swear to god I will spray break. paint you green so you will be Shrek <laughs> Uh, oh, by the way, uh, before I
0: was going to say before you get to your your uh, your final thoughts, I want to end up giving a shout out uh, because this is a Ontario, Canada based podcast. Uh, my my a podcast meal that ended up getting uh, sent over to me. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Fromagios out in uh, London, Ontario. Oh my god! Pizza. Who Go in this pizza looks, place? Pizza looks amazing i sent a picture to ashley i know she's not a big fan of pineapples but you got to admit that pizza looks fantastic minus the pineapples yes minus the pineapples yeah
1: so if you guys pineapple, are in, re- in my opinion does not belong on pizza it's not a pizza topping that belongs in like smoothies and the thing that fascinates me is that pineapple on pizza is a
0: canadian thing
1: I know. The dude who probably made pizza, like, invented pizza, is probably rolling in his grave because (laughs) some sad-ass Canadian fucker decided, oh, I'm gonna put this on pizza. It'll be good. No, it's fucking horrible. Why is that a thing?
0: Oh, boy. Well, there's there's your rant for the night, ladies and gents, from, uh, (laughs) From Ashley, uh, but uh, <laughs> I right, I know. Well, if that that if your head hurts and I think you need to end up taking a nap. So before we <laughs> let you go, take your nap. Uh, final thoughts on the podcast and, and or uh, this episode, and if you really want to do a live with me again for, for this epi- uh for the podcast.
1: Yes, I will do another live episode with you, and next time I. Hopefully have another theme song in my head instead of scooby doo
0: Uh wanna end up wanna end up thanking our uh uh Zippy. Good that, that story you you gave us was was I loved creepy. That. I, I love that. that
1: story. It was so much. very creepy. That is one of the reasons why I do not like hitchhiking ghosts though. So it was still a great story. I'm just... Eh.
0: <laughs> but that's what we're about here. We're about a little bit of humor, but we're also about the creepy, and uh, that was a great, uh, great story. So thank you for uh, telling us that story. And by the way, thank you for following uh, OMH Podcast here on Stereo, We uh, Zippy. So we do have... Uh, We do do these podcasts live once a month, and I joke around saying it's our period podcast. And um, oh my god! (laughs) So. Please Joe, make sure you end up following us. Come back next uh, next month around the third, second or third week of the month is when we'll end up doing uh, the live here from uh, from Stereo. Uh, but if you want to end up finding our other podcast episodes, the regular shows we end up doing. Please go find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word to your friends and get get the word out. Help us move up in the rankings. Help us get pushed out to everybody. Let them know the podcast we do is is awesome and they should listen to it. If you want to end up sending in your stories, please email us at podcast at gmail.com type up the story r- speak the story like 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 uh like zippy A voice, uh, voice mentioned like what zippy ended up doing here uh there by the way that sort of reminds me of another disney song that gets stuck in your head easy oh don't you dare zippity doo da zipp- i'm not gonna get into it um oh my
1: good lord if you i'm going to hurt you <laughs>
0: If you want to follow us on social media, which we highly recommend you end up doing, please, please follow us on Twitter. Official underscore OMH is where you can find the general page uh, for Ontario's Most Haunted. We also have OMH underscore Brandon. That is me. OMH underscore Ashley. That is that she. Is me. O-M-H- oh, my God. OMH underscore Kathy. That's oldie. uh, our, oh, our going ass. <laughs> she's our senior investigator who comes on time to time. If she's going to your ass. I know. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can do so at official OMH, Brandon underscore OMH, Ashley underscore Spurl. That's Ashley underscore. S-P-U-R-R-E-L-L, and then Cats Angel, C-A-T-S-A-N-G-E-L, is where you can end up finding our Aunt Kathy on Instagram, and we are also on the Facebook. Please follow our page on Facebook, just type in Ontario's Most Haunted, should be one of the first things that ends up coming up, and we are going to start uh, posting a lot more stuff on there, and soon we will have a YouTube channel fully operational once we end up being allowed to go investigate so subscribe to our YouTube channel Ontario's most haunted and uh, yeah that's that's I think gonna gonna call it an episode for everybody yep. here for everybody here over at Ontario's most haunted podcast I am Brandon thank you for joining us on stereo thank you for listening to us on Spotify Google and Apple and we will see you guys again next week Week.
1: stay spooky and stay safe